Shalom, we're back with Masechus, but come on, Dav Chov. Today is Dav discusses more cases of what's considered normal eating or eating off of an, another animal's back. Is that considered just hot nizuk? The need uh, to jump when he eats is that normal? What happens if it rolled and he ate it? Uh, and then we discuss if an animal's already doing something weird and then the damage is done in a weird way, it'll be Potter. Mishuna al Mishuna is Potter. Then we discuss paying the hano that you get, how we evaluate that. And then we begin the massive, amazing yeshiva shogyo of Zenanavazelo So we begin with a case of a donkey that was eating this bread. And as he's eating the bread, he actually chewed up the basket that the bread was in. So Yehuda said he have to pay Nezek Sholem on the bread, it's Shane. And on the basket, it's Chati Nezek, that is Karen. I asked the, mar- the Gemara, if it's normal for the donkey to be eating the bread, it, wouldn't it be normal to eat the basket along with it in that same eating? The Gemara answers that, no, he actually stopped, fin- he finished with the bread and then came back for the basket. That was weird. Gemara just challenges, pushes back on the first point. Who says that eating bread is normal for a donkey? We learned that if an animal eats bread, meat, or a, a dish, he only pays Hansinezek. That's not normal. A regular behemoth? Where it says, no, no, by a chaya, it's, it's, it's weird. And that's why it was Karen, you know, they paid Chazi and Ezek. The Gemara says, hold on, is it normal for a chaya to eat meat? It'll be Shane, yeah, he's paying Ezek Shalem. The Gemara says three answers. Either it was weird because it was roasted, either it was weird because it was a deer that was eating it, this chaya was a deer, or number three, it was a behema, but what made it weird wasn't the actual food. It was that it was eating it off a table. And animals generally don't do that. Next, the tells us that there was a goat that saw this turnip on top of a barrel. So he climbed up the barrel to eat the turnip, and in, in doing so, he broke the barrel. Over here, Rova Paskin, that he has to pay Nezik Sholem on the barrel and on the turnip, because it was normal for him to be doing, the entire activity was normal. Since it was normal to eat that turnip, it was normal for him to climb up to get it. Next, Ilva tells us if there was an animal in Rosh Hashanah and he stuck his neck out to eat from on top of another animal's back, he's going to be chayiv. Why? Because the back of the other animal is like a chotzer hanizuk. That's a nizuk property up there. We try to bring a raya from a case where uh, an animal eats out of somebody's backpack. Over there, we said it was chayiv. The Gemara answers that over there he was chayv because he actually jumped to get it. So to hear the uh, animal jumped to get the food off of the other animal's back. Now Rava said his halach about the jumping uh, in a case by uh, which Rabbi Oishia, Rabbi Oishia set out for us of an animal which just a rabbin who went as he was walking he ate that's there he would be potter Shane versus a rabbin. but if he stopped he stood and then ate then he'll be chayv. I, what is it? Is it weird for an animal to stand? So Rav says, no, no, no. Standing taco would have been normal, but this animal actually jumped. That's what made it weird. That's what made him chayev. Next, Rav Zira tells us that if it rolled, what would be the halacha there? Gamar says, well, hold on. What, what, what's Rav Zira asking? What do you mean by rolled? If there was some animal fodder in Rishos Hayochid and it rolled out into Rishos Harabim, what would be the halacha there? The animal's eating in Rishos Rabin, but it's from Rishos Hayochid. So we try to bring a ride from Rebbe Chiyah. Because if, if there was a, a 
item of food that was partially in the Rosh Hashanah and partially out in Rosh Hashanah Rabbin. It'll only be chayv if he ate the part that is in Rosh Hashanah The Gemara suggests that it was talking about where the this food was rolling out into Rosh Hashanah But the Gemara has two reasons why it could be it wasn't. It doesn't mean that this food was rolling when it's half in, half out. Kabi was just settled between the two Rishuyas. If he ate it, ate the part that was in Rishos Hanizak, that's the part that he's chayev for Shane Rishos Hanizak. The part that was in Rishos Arabin, that'll be Pudger for. Or you could say that Kavchia says if it was a very, very long piece of food, so the half that was in Rishos Hanizak is chayev, the half in Rishos Arabin is Pudger. Now in our Mishnah, we had a number of cases. We said it's normal for an animal to eat fr- uh, fruit and vegetables. But to eat clothing, that you'd only be chayv chatzinazik, that would be carrying, that's weird. And then, we said in Rosh Hashanah, we're potter. So we're saying, one second, what in Rosh Hashanah is potter? So Rav says, everything in Rosh Hashanah is potter, even eating clothing. Why? Because if the guy was strange enough to leave his shirt in the street, doing a strange thing on a strange thing, eating a shirt is weird, that's yeah, true. But it was weird that the shirt was there in the first place, and so it'll be potter. Shmuel disagrees. He says, no, 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 only fruits and vegetables would be potter and shesarabim. Clothing and shesarabim, he would be chayiv. And Rish Lakish also says this. Rish Lakish is going, Lishitasa, he says that if there were two cows in Rish Lakish, one of them was lying down, that's weird. The other one was walking normally. If the one that was walking kicked the one that was lying down, he's potter, because it was weird for that animal to be lying on the floor. If the one that was lying down did the kicking, he'll be chayiv. Arabi Yechanan. He would be mechayev for the clothing out on Rosh Hashanah So it's not that he holds that very luckish. He holds that it's normal for people to sometimes leave their clothing in Rosh Hashanah So by eating it, that was just a, a weird thing on a normal thing. But for an animal to lie down, he agrees that that's weird. And a weird thing on a weird thing, he would talk to be put to like, like, like Rosh Lakish said. The, if the cow lying down kicked the walking cow, it would be mechayev. Now he said that if... The animal eats in Rosh Hashanah, so he's potter for the damage, but he's chayiv to pay the hano that, that he received by having his animal eat. He doesn't have to feed his animal by the next meal. So the Gemara asks, how much does he need to pay? We have a machlekas here. Rava says the cheapest thing possible that he p- could have possibly fed his animal by lunch, straw. Rava says, no, he has to pay whatever he's eating, but the lowest value of that item. So if he's eating barley, he has to pay the lowest value of barley. We have a raya for Rabba and a raya to Rava. The raya that backs up Rabba, who says that you pay straw. That's Rishon Baichai, who says you only pay a straw's value, the next meal, if it would be straw. And we have a brass that backs up Rava, who says you pay the cheapest of what you hate. He says that when we say that you, you, he pays his hano, he explains that it means that he doesn't pay the value of what he ate. That would be paying Hezek. We evaluate how much a person would want to pay to feed his animal this stuff. Even though his animal doesn't normally eat this. So not straw. Like if you were to be feeding your animal this barley, what would you pay for that? However, he agrees that if, if this animal ate wheat or something which would be damaging to the animal, he would talk be potter for that. There didn't get any, I know. Animals don't eat wheat. Shvuas would bring wheat. Coming from the carbon. Oimer, Oimer is animal food. We work our way up to humans. Now we move into the, the new sugya. Rav Chisto. Happens to be was a koyin. 
he tells her, Romi Bar Choma, you know, you missed, you missed us last night in, uh, in our Trum, in the base Medrash. Amazing Kasha. He says, no, what was the Kasha? He says, if someone was living in someone else's Chatzar without that other guy knowing. So A is in B's backyard and he's hanging out there. Does he have to pay B for living there? Does he have to pay him rent? So what is the question here? If this is not a chutzr which the guy rents out, and this guy would never be paying, he's homeless, he never pays for any for any rental, for lodging. So he didn't get any I know, and the guy didn't lose anything, so he's not going to have to pay. If the guy does rent out his chutzr, so the real estate value here, and this guy normally hangs out in hotels, so he normally pays, so he just got Hano, and he took away this guy's chutzr night of rent, so... It's Zenena, Vizechaser. Of course, he does have to pay. Elamai, the question is if this guy wouldn't have, if B was not renting out his Chaser anyways. A was looking for a hotel, and he said, you know what? I would pay, but I could get away by just staying in this guy's Chaser. So he does that instead. So he got Hano, Zenena. Vizelo Chaser, B didn't lose anything because he wasn't going to rent out his Chaser anyways. Does he have to pay or not? B says, hey, look, you got Hano from me. Give me money. A says, you wouldn't have gotten Hano. You wouldn't have gotten payment even if I wasn't there so I didn't take anything from you I don't have to pay what's the halacha so Rami Bar Chama says no it's a Mishnah Rav Chista says what which Mishnah he says I do something for me like a Rebbe uh, a Talmud for a Rebbe I want you to be able to appreciate the, the, I want you to feel like you earned the, this teaching so he took his handkerchief and he folded it for him and he said we learned that if you get any Hano even from something out on the street you pay the Hano that you got See, there we go, Gabe the Hano, even though the guy wouldn't have been making money off of his chotzer. Now, when Rubble heard about this interaction, he says, Why? Because the Raya that he gave had nothing to do with our case of the guy living in the chotzer. Where if Christus still ate it up. The case that, Rav, that Rami Barchoma brought it was a case of Zenana Vizze chotzer. But the truth is, Rabbi Barchoma learned that that case was also because he learns that if someone's stam leaves Paris and Rishas Rabbim, they're Hefker. So Hitaka didn't get any Hana from them. And the other guy did get Hana by eating them. And we still say that he has to pay for the Hana. So we try bringing Rayas to Zenana not. So we have a case where Ruvain surrounds Shimon's field on three directions. So he puts a fence around this field to protect it. Shimon does not have to chip in for that field, for that wall, even though he's also getting protection from it. However, if Ruven puts a fourth wall, so now Shimon is entirely enclosed, now Shimon has to pay for that. I know that he's getting from the fence. You see, Zenev is Elichoser, Chayev. The Gemara answers, that's not necessarily a Raya, because Ruven can tell Shimon that I only had to put up my fence because you're here in the middle. There are different ways of learning which fence he's talking about. Actually, learned that that inner fence is only necessary because Reuven was surrounding him. I mean, if Shimon wasn't inside, Reuven wouldn't need to build an inner fence. Just the outer fence would have been enough to block out outsiders. Now he has to block out the insider. The Gemara tries to bring a riot because over there, in this case with the fields, Rabbi says that if Shimon himself were to build the fourth wall, then he would have to chip in for the other three because you see that he wanted those other three. I, we can be dying from him that if he didn't build that fourth wall, he would be potter for them. He sees Zenev is Potter. 
The Gemara answers that over there is not such a right because we could, Shimon would be able to say, you built this fancy five-star wall. I would just put up some thorny bushes. That would have been enough for me and it would have been a lot cheaper. That's why he would, would have been Potter. Next, the Gemara brings a case of a uh, a two-story house. There's a bias on the bottom and now Leo the attic, the, the second-story apartment. And the whole building fell down. So the guy who lives up top, he can't build his apartment floating in the middle of the air. So he tells the Balabias underneath, you build your house and I'll build on top of you. If the, if the Balabias downstairs doesn't want to build, so the guy from the Aliyah is able to build the Balabias' house on the bottom and live there for free until the bottom guy comes and pays for the bias and then he'll build his Aliyah on top of it. The Gemara points out that the Balaliyah does not have to pay for the rent of living in the Balabias' house. You see, the Balabias wasn't going to rent out that apartment. He wasn't going to build it. It was Loichaser. But the Balaliyah is definitely getting Hanol. Zenan was Loichaser. You see his potter. But the command says over there also is not a riot. It's a little different because the house is Meshubit to the Aliyah. He actually owes the Aliyah. He's responsible for the foundation of the holding up the Aliyah. That's why. The Balalia does not have to pay. However, the Gemara brings another writer of Yehud over there in that case says that the Balalia does have to pay rent. According to him. But the Gemara answers no. The only reason why he has to pay rent is because he's actually affecting the house that he's living in. He blackens the walls. And that creates a depreciation. So there actually is a choser from the Balabias. Now, Rami, Rabbi Ami, heard about this halacha. And he says, why? He disagreed. He said, why in the world would the Balaliyah have to pay? He didn't cause any damage. He didn't take anything away from the Balabayas. The blackening of the walls, that doesn't count as anything. Rabbi Chibar Abba says, when he got the Shaila, I have to think about it. So, so, so Rabbi Ami already said Zenan of Zelichoser is Potter. Rabbi Chiyos has, has said he had to think about it. So they asked him again and again. He said, you keep asking me this, Shaila. If I would have had an answer, I'll, I would have sent it to you. I don't know. The Gemara brings there of Kahana, Rabbi Yechonen holds. Zenan of Zelichoser, you don't have to pay for it. Rabbi Avo, Rabbi Yechonen says that you do. And then tomorrow, Be'ez Hashem, we're going to try to figure out uh, the Makar for these Amiroic... She does. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.